Welcome to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast, where every week, Kirsten and Jeannie dive into the essential topics to fuel your business growth. From copywriting to course creation, mindset to video marketing, they've got you covered. Tune in for expert guest interviews on all things marketing and business, and learn how to work on your business, not just in it. So, get ready to unlock your business potential and take it to the next level. I'm Kirsten with Six Figure Business Coaching, and that's Jeannie, my business partner. Jeannie, would you like to introduce our guest today? I would. I'm thrilled to introduce Mackenzie Armstrong of Armstrong Virtual Solutions. She's a former educator turned Pinterest maven. She teaches entrepreneurs with blogs and podcasts to fill their audience with ideal clients using Pinterest. She believes that Pinterest is an underutilized strategy for most businesses. And I totally agree. So welcome, Mackenzie. I can't wait to hear all of the insights and tips you're going to share with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I can talk about Pinterest all day. I'm so excited. You had Jeannie with the word maven. That's always been one of her favorite words. So should we still use the word marketing maven sometimes? Um, I got to meet you very briefly before this um, interview. And you used to be a school teacher, from school teacher to Pinterest maven. Tell us a little bit about that. I started out teaching and I taught um, several grades and several fate. And um, when I had my little, my first oldest little one, um, I decided not to go back to a classroom because I didn't feel like I could give 110% at home and 110% in the classroom. So I decided to stay home. And from there, it led me to teaching online, which kind of helped me get my feet wet a little bit with the whole online space, because that's something that was very new to me. I never even considered doing online business at all. So from there, I went and I jumped into becoming a virtual assistant and decided that main tasks of virtual assistants are usually social media and I am not a fan of Facebook or Instagram personally for utilizing for business. I like it for like fun, but um, that's not my favorite place to be. So I jumped headfirst into Pinterest, which contrary to popular belief is not social media. It is actually a search engine. So that's where I landed and I never looked back. Fantastic. Yeah, I think we think of Pinterest as both, right? It is social but it is definitely a search engine, which we love because you can take advantage of those keywords and definitely help people find you. So we're excited. We're going to start off with you telling us just a little bit about Pinterest and why you chose, uh, why Pinterest for so many business owners? Pinterest, again, is a search engine and it does have that aspect of that social media where you can like things, save things, comment, but ultimately Pinterest's main goal is to inspire its users. And because of that, which is something that I really um, relate to as being a teacher, is I'm always wanting to learn new things and help people learn new things. And because Pinterest's main goal is to inspire, they want people to put their content on their platform. They actually, it's the only platform that is cool with you leaving Pinterest and going to a website. So they want you to leave the platform and get the information that you are wanting to learn, consume, help you grow in whatever avenue that is that you're wanting to learn about. And I just feel like it's just more genuine, if you will, in that aspect of things. It's not, no, you need to stay here on this platform and and utilize it here. They really want you to go off and learn and give you the tools to help you get to where you want to be. 
can think of it like you said, other social platforms where it's very chit chatty and very, I don't know, it's share this and, you know, comment on that and let's debate this. But it's really not. No, and it's really just that's the cool thing about it because as a search engine, you're using keywords. You're not getting lost in a feed or the algorithm is, is not just showing you to like the 25 people in your list of whatever the algorithm is telling it to do. It's ultimately driven by people searching. That's the one thing that I love with Facebook. You could be talking till you're blue in the face to everybody on your list, but they might not be your ideal audience. Whereas with Pinterest, people are actively searching for what you're teaching or what you're providing, whatever information it is, whether it's a product or a DIY or business strategy, anything in that spectrum, they're actively searching. They're using those keywords so that you're talking to the people that are going to want that information. It's not just throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks with some person. They're looking for you through the keywords that you're using, which is as a business owner, and not just because I'm specifically in Pinterest, but I don't have time to just talk to everyone and hoping that I can talk to, hoping I reach that one person. Pinterest really gives you the avenue to draw people in with the information that they're wanting, that those genuine people that are actively searching for the topic you're talking about. Now, do you consider Pinterest content to be evergreen? Because it does have longevity, doesn't it? Yes. Amazing point. First thing is there's two sides to that with your specific content, your evergreen content, the things that are doing fantastic on your website or even on your social media, you can continuously put out on Pinterest. It's not a one and done with Pinterest. It's okay, especially if it's seasonal or just like that amazing content. You can always freshen it up, put new, put a new graphic with it and send it back out to Pinterest, regardless of how old it is. So you're always going to get that traction and you're always going to draw people in in a newer audience with different keywords if you decide to try different things. And then also with the longevity of things, with Facebook, I believe it's 48 hours your content lasts. With Instagram, it's 24 hours. With TikTok, it's instantly deteriorating. Whereas with Pinterest, you have four plus months and that four months is like the bottom of the barrel. If you're getting no traction, you did not do good keyword research. Like you have four months of longevity on that content that it's going to live there. And think about it. And I use that stereotypical, I go to Pinterest to look for recipes, which yes, P Pinterest has a crap ton of recipes on it. And don't get me wrong. But you pick that, that chocolate chip cookie recipe, which might be from 2017. And it's what, 2023? It's still bringing people in. It's still a top ranking pin. Just something that's that old is still bringing people to your website, to your blog, to your podcast, to the content that you want to provide. And I've talked to many people that utilized Pinterest before and have weaned off a little bit. And they're like, I haven't used Pinterest in a few months and I'm, it's still bringing me leads in. It's still bringing people to my website. I'm still getting emails saying that people found me from Pinterest. It's a platform that I feel like people sleep so heavily on with it within their business because they always want that Facebook and Instagram quick growth, but you're having to constantly recreate the wheel. You're having to constantly put out new content, whereas Pinterest helps you, helps your content work for you a little bit harder without having to add more work to your plate. And I will say that is the one downfall with Pinterest is it does take a little bit longer for you to grow your audience, grow your platform. But once you're there and once it's rolling, it's just going to keep building and building. So you want to give it a good six months to grow that account. Sorry, that was like 
super long-winded. <laughs> no, that was great. You made me think, Lori, is there a place that you go to do your keyword research? Are there resources out there to find what keywords people are looking for? So you can always use keywords that people are using. You can do keyword research on Google, but I highly recommend that you just use Pinterest. You go in and say you're talking about business marketing or business strategy. You go into that search bar, you type in those keywords that you're talking about in your blog or podcast and see what pops up. See what that gray box that drops down to, to help you um, to help you decide what to pick. Those are the active, those are what people are actively searching for. And then you type in that broad keyword of business marketing and whatever the bubbles at the top are popping up, there's colored bubbles when you hit enter or hit search. These are keywords as well. And when you're using keywords, like you have 500 characters in a description. You don't want to just keyword stuff everything. You want to actively create sentences that people are going to read and say, hey, You'll learn X, Y, and Z on this blog post. Here's my call to action. Click through or whatever you want your call to action to be. And Pinterest goes back and forth about hashtags. And if there's a little bit of extra space, I might put one or two very broad hashtags. And your hashtag can be clickable on Pinterest. Some people will tell you they won't. Some people will tell you they are. Um, but in my experience, I have been able to have clickable hashtags within pin descriptions. But I use that sparingly if I don't have enough, if I'm like super niche and don't have keywords that I can really pull from. Um, but ultimately, you don't want it to be keyword stuffed. And key tip, any, anywhere you can type on Pinterest is a place to put keywords. So your pin description, your pin titles, your board descriptions, your board titles, your profile description. Um, because as you can, when you go to search on Pinterest, you'll see that boards pop up for when you're searching as well as profiles pop up. So you're able to find, so people are able to actually find your full profile, which is cool too. That's awesome. So what kind of businesses do you feel are ideal? Or what kind of, the Pinterest is ideal for what kind of businesses in your opinion and in your, in your experience? So in my experience, Anybody that's putting out content regularly. So blog posts, podcasts, yes, brick and mortars can have do well on Pinterest if they're putting out, like if they're doing their products online or if they just want to grow awareness with their products. But ultimately, online businesses with blogs, pod, podcasts, products, something that they're putting out regularly and consistently, that's something that's relative to the actual person. So Pinterest is not going to compare you to somebody else in your niche. I'm not going to compare you to Sally down the street. They are going to compare you to yourself. So if you're putting out one blog post a month and creating things around that, and you continue that consistency, your account is going to grow. If you put out a whole bunch of content and then you dwindle off, then that will also reflect on your account. Your analytics are going to tank because Pinterest, oh no, I have to relearn what they're doing in their account, so then I know who to show their content to. And that's another thing with the, the fact that Pinterest is a slow and growing, a slow grow platform. It's because Pinterest really dives deep into the content that you're putting out to A, make sure that you are saying what you're, you're promoting on your pin. We don't want clickbait. I'm talking about business strategy, but there's a picture of a puppy on my pin that we don't want that. But they also really vet what you're saying. So that way they know who to show your content to. They're finding who they're learning about you and your content just as much as everyone else is. And that way they know who to put your content in front of. 
And I know you're a fan of using Pinterest to grow your email list. So can you tell us a little bit about how we might go about that? For sure. So with Pinterest, so the one thing that I love about Pinterest is versus like Facebook and Instagram is you build your audience on Facebook and Instagram. But if you get put in Instagram or Facebook jail, you can't reach your audience for X amount of days, however long it takes you to get out of that pickle that you're in with that platform. What the cool thing about Pinterest is because they're so in tune with wanting you to go to people's websites, it's a really, it's a great opportunity to capture that email from the person that's visiting because we don't own our audience on Facebook and Instagram, but we actually own our, our, our email list. So if we ever got locked out of any platform, even if we, for some reason, got locked out of Pinterest, we would still have that email list to be able to nurture and really start people to get to know and trust you to then in turn either buy from you or work with you or however you're running your business and wanting clients to interact with you. And that's another great way of, hey, I have a new blog post out. You can send in and nurture them that way. So ultimately, anything with a URL on your website, your homepage, your about me page, your blog, your podcast, your opt-ins, your freebies, your resources, whatever, your services page, whatever you have a URL for, you can create pins for. And it's not a one and done. You don't, you don't want to just create one pin for it. You just, you can create multiple pins for it. I like to create at least seven to 10 pins per blog post or podcast. But remember, you only want it to go out once a day. You don't want to put all of those out on the same day. You want to stagger it out each day. But again, that just gives a different avenues for people to find you out. You can utilize different keywords in those, or you can utilize different types of graphics because as a teacher, I know that not every kid learns the same way. So people might not consume information the same way. So you can really utilize stock photos in your pins or just plain background text overlay. And another fun tip is I know everyone loves script font, but it is not your friend on Pinterest. You want people to be able to read what you're writing in a scroll. If it's scripty, people are just going to bypass it because they want to know they're looking for some type of information. They're they're there to, to find a specific answer to something. You want it to be um, easy, easily read, quick to the point, nothing fancy, nothing like fluffy when you're putting that content on. This is X, Y, and Z. This is what we're talking about. That way people click it. And you're, yeah, this scrolly fonts and everything that people can't read. Really quickly, I don't, I, our videos do really well on Pinterest. We find that is our, gets the most views of the most pens for our video clips. Is that something that you recommend for business owners? For sure. I recommend you utilize all different medias. I recommend static pins and I also recommend you using video pins. Remember, we don't want them to be super long because people's attention span are very short. But that was like the idea behind idea pins, but now everything through Pinterest is just considered a pin. There isn't technically, they say, a differentiation between static and video pins now because before they were pushing idea pins and video pins really hardcore. But now I guess they're on an even playing field. But people are drawn to video. That's a big thing now with every platform is video. And you want to make sure that it's something that's quick and digestible that somebody can learn quickly or give information about something quickly and then people can move on. Or they can save that to go back to it or they can click through and see the full video. So yeah, you, you want to be mindful. 
you alluded to something that I just want to clarify. Do you recommend people pin just once a day? I re- So depending on how much content you're producing and pushing out, I recommend at a bare minimum, at least one fresh pin a day. So you create a pin, a new pin um, graphic and put it out each day. And then you can always go back and repurpose. I'll create a fresh pin. I say I create a fresh pin today um, and I put it out today. I'll put that same pin out 21 days to a month later to a different board. Because essentially, when you create a pin, you're pinning it to one specific place in your account, into one board. So then you can take that same pin and pin it to a different board. Um, I like to say three to four weeks later. You don't want to look spammy with it because you don't want the the graphic to repeat itself. Essentially, it's too like too early. Um, but you can repin. I suggest at least one fresh pin a day. That's what I do bare minimum. But if you're pumping out content, go for choose three fresh pins a day if you want to if you can again that's that it's that like a necessity to grow your account um but you want to have between what your fresh pin and a pin you a repurposed pin you want to have a i like to say at least four to five going out each day and you can use that do that with um a tailwind or tailwind which is a scheduler um you can do it with other schedulers i've not worked with other schedulers because what i found is it's when it's been the most robust, you can really go out multiple months, which is nice. And it has the ability to do that easier. I would say at least one freshman and, and at least one idea pen a week, if not more daily would be great. But they're, they're a little bit harder. They're, they, they take longer, more time than two. But yeah. So Pinterest, it's interesting because we interview and vet and train virtual assistants for our clients to take care of all of their marketing for them, video, social media, all of that. But what's interesting is we stayed away from Pinterest for a while just because we didn't have time to wrap our head around it. So when this podcast will repurpose and broken down into lots of little clips, which will go um, obviously to our Pinterest account. But it's interesting because even though we have the interns uh, that are in our paid internship scheduling these in advance, we actually have someone uh, on our team full time who actually manages the Pinterest account. It helped us get it started. And she loved it. She was so in love with Pinterest really quickly. And she ultimately has turned that over to her assistant. Because we actually got her assistant a few weeks ago, just because we were having her do some other tasks for us. And she's amazing. But now this young lady is loving Pinterest as well. So it's really funny having all of this information because Jeannie and I do want to make Pinterest a priority for 2024. And so getting some of your great ideas and thinking about how we can work with our team to even really focus on building it. And so I love the idea of, it, it seems like a lot of posts, but again, if you have a virtual assistant, it's, it's pretty easy, but just figuring out a way to have um, great new fresh content going out and then what content we should repurpose on what boards. Um, actually, our virtual assistant who is doing it now was wants to learn more. So we talked to her about classes and things. And I think you actually have a course that's coming out really soon. So maybe we can put her in your course. Oh, yes, I love it. So I am launching my course for signups probably the end of November, early December for it to start in the new year. So I'm super excited and it's going to be a DIY. I teach you everything that you need to know for optimization and strategy for your own personal account or if you're a and um, basically how to manage it. And then so in turn, if everything is set up correctly, you should really only be spending four to five hours a month on your Pinterest marketing after everything is optimized and strategized and everything like that. So that's brilliant. That's brilliant. 
We'll definitely put a link to that in the descriptions and show notes. Um, tell everybody about your website. Where, where can they reach you if they want to connect with you? For sure. My website is armstrongvirtualsolutions.com and you can learn all about me and my background and services and things like that there, as well as any information for the VIP, my VIP day and soon my course information. So you have been such, this has been so amazing. I love learning about Pinterest. I do too. Yeah. Play learning how to become more successful on it, what Pinterest is looking for and how people can find you. So Mackenzie, this has been fantastic. Thank you for coming on and sharing all of your knowledge with us. Of course, anytime. And like I said, anybody has any questions, feel free. You can usually find me. I hang out on LinkedIn, the least. I feel like the least social media platform that's out there. <laughs> but I'll hang out on LinkedIn or you can always just email me. It's armstrongvirtualsolutions at gmail. So um, I'm always game to answer some questions for anybody. Perfect. Well, we do have Darla here who was asking the name of the scheduler. And so I told her that was Tailwind, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, Tailwind Shadow. Good. It's relatively cheap too, which is nice. It's not super, it's not going to break the bank. And I believe you can do Instagram on there as well. So if you want to combine. Oh, you can schedule from Tailwind onto Instagram? Nice. I think you, I can't remember. Can you schedule from Canva direct to Pinterest or no? You can. I don't know if that will, because Tailwind is affiliated with Pinterest. Right. I don't know yeah, if that, yeah, so I don't know if that might ding you or make it harder for you to grow. I haven't tested that. Yeah. But yes, you can definitely do that. But I suggest if you are using a scheduler, you can put all your content on there if you'd want, but especially your repurposed content, stuff that you've already pinned. But I ultimately suggest that you dabble with um pinterest native scheduler within the platform because they'd love when you use their their stuff i usually put the first pin out there the fresh pin on pinterest and then i'll use tailwind to reschedule it to other boards later down the road ah that sounds like a smart strategy well, again thank you mackenzie and you can find her like she said at armstrong virtual solutions and we look forward to hopping onto pinterest and trying out all your strategies yeah thank you so much for having me okay Thank you. We'll see you all soon. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode and you are ready to leverage video marketing on all online platforms, or maybe even start your own video podcast, then you need to check out the Done For You and Done With You program at themarketingvaadvantage.com and take your business to the next level.